Thanks for checking in on this podcast. You are about to hear an inspirational teaching from Caris Ministries. If God has used this ministry to bless you in any way, please take a moment and write to us at amenatcaris.org. We are always inspired and blessed to hear how God is blessing people all over the world through what he is doing here at Caris. Also, if you would like to support this ministry financially, you can do so online at caris.org so we can continue making podcasts such as this available free of charge. Father, we thank you for the privilege to hear your word. We pray that speak to us and change our lives. Give us an exposure to yourself that our lives won't be the same again. Heal the sick as your word comes. Lord, inspire the despondent. Bring new life into people's situations, into dead situations. Lord, save the lost, convict the sinning, and heal the sick and glorify your name. In Jesus' name. Someone who believes, shout amen. Amen. You know what? Last Sunday there was a message on my heart, but thank God for the life of Pastor O. It was a real blessing. She, my friend, my friend sent me a text message from America. He said, I listened to Pastor O's message. It blessed me, it has changed my life from America. So that you can. Try and get it and listen to it. There have been so many messages on my heart that uh, it's, it, you need to hear from God to know what to preach. Because it may be good, but it may, it may not be God. So you need to hear from God. For Okay, let me put it this way. How would I know what you need? Do I live with you? I don't live with you. So if I give you my message, I'll miss. I'll, I'll disturb you and I'll waste your time. But you need a message from God which you know that this one God spoke to me. God spoke to me. That is why we are here. We we are not here. You see, I can't wait for Easter. Easter, I'm going to be preaching on something. The the Easter message is likely to be come to him within the veil and outside the camp. Behind the veil or within the veil? Outside. Behind the veil. Behind the veil. And outside the camp. Outside the camp. Hey. 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 I can't wait for Easter Friday and Easter Sunday. Behind the veil and outside the camp. But for now, I, I was tempted. I felt like preach on the three levels or the three aspects of the high priestly role of Christ. Or I felt like teach on Melchizedek. Or I felt like teach on running the race. Somebody said all of them. (laughs) You know, I was thinking about teach on the glory. Bible says he's also able to save to the uttermost. Seeing that he lived to make intercession. Hebrews chapter 7 verse 25. He maketh intercession. Speaking about the glory of God. Because it says that, that he may leave many sons to glory. <laughs> but for your information, this morning, as I prayed, I had the witness in my spirit, and I know I'm not wrong, to teach on the just shall live by faith. Shout hallelujah. Shout the just. Time the just shall live. I can't hear you by faith. Almost, almost every time I have to do this, a little bit of you know, I don't know how many of you have um, flown in a plane before, traveled in a plane. Normally, when before the takes off, the um, attendants, one of them will come and t- tell you some things, they tell you all that before, so that so that you don't miss out on the flight or you don't because it's, it's a flight but there are stuff inside the flight for you 
If you want to watch a movie, they will show you there. There's earphones there. Put it there. You can't say you need loudspeakers to watch your own because in your room, that's how it is. Things like that. The same way when we come to church, every now and then, every now and then, it's when we gather like this, normally it's good to show people health and safety or um, housekeeping. So when you need toilet, they show you before you enter here. It's just on the left, on the right, and things like that. In the event of an emergency, you can see fire exit sign. You go out of here. Everything is in place. But one thing people don't know is you come into church and sit down like you have come to a party. Or sit down like you have gone to a cinema. When you go to a cinema, you don't need to shout. You are free to cry and scream depending on the kind of the uh, movie. But you don't need to shout. At best, you can eat popcorn and have some coke. And just watch them entertain you. In church, it's not like that. You come to collect. All right. So... So what does that mean? That means that when God's word is being taught, anything that you feel that this applies to me, you don't shut your mouth. You open your mouth and say amen. Or you open your mouth and say yes. You open your mouth and shout hallelujah. And as you say it, it's beginning to happen to you. Okay, okay, okay. Housekeeping, spiritual housekeeping. Bible says God said... God created the heavens and the earth, and there was chaos. And God said, something must change. God knew something must change, but nothing changed till God said. So things don't change till you speak. So, so when, when you have encounters with God, he always speaks to you, and you speak it out. And when you speak out, you see, systems have been designed to respond to what you say. We live in a voice-activated, a, a word-activated world. What you say is what happens to you. So if you say, I am blessed, you are going to have it. If you shout, now, watch this, watch this, watch this. Oh no, watch this, watch this. You don't have to say it because what you say doesn't affect the one behind, uh, next to you. It is your own choice. What you say is what you get. You don't have to say it, but someone say I am blessed. Say I am blessed. Say I am blessed. There was a time, there was, uh, this man of God was on a, uh, on a plane. And there was serious turbulence, and one of the engines failed. Two engines, one failed in Nigeria, and the plane began to lose height at a, at a very fast rate. It was going down. Everyone was scared. People started screaming, oh, hey, we are dead. And there was this man of God, Archbishop Benson in Idahosa. He was on the plane. He got up and said, everybody, keep quiet. I am here. This plane is not crashing. We are coming. Pilot, move. Then the plane stabilized. And they, they, they landed safely. Why? If he had kept quiet, he had to speak and issue out a command. Speak and... seated. In the, book of, in the book of Galatians, chapter 3, verse 11. Let's get into the text quickly. I feel like preaching. Galatians, chapter 3, verse 11. Somebody's about to watch this. Somebody's about to go to the hospital this week and find out that the sickness has been cleared out of your body. If you have a Appointment. I'm telling you that when you go, you shall hear good news. Something has changed. Something has changed. Something has changed. Something has changed. In the name of Jesus, shout amen. You are free to speak and shout anytime you feel like shouting. Galatians chapter 3 
Verse 11. Have you found it? All right. We are all going to read it from our Bibles. If you don't have a Bible, just stretch your neck and read from somebody else's Bible. But make sure you are reading it. It will do you good. Hallelujah. Galatians chapter 3 verse 11. Are you there? All right. Let's all read. Let's go. But that no man is justified by the law in the sight of God. It is evident for the just shall live by One more time. Okay. Now read it for yourself louder. Personal. Read it again. Let's go. By the law in the sight is evident. For the just shall live by faith. Shall the just shall live by faith. I thought I heard you shout it. I believe you can shout it even louder. Ladies, can I hear you say it? I believe it's working for you. Can I hear the man? Can I hear the man? I like that. Can I hear the man again? Everybody. The just shall live by faith. The just shall live by faith. This is one of four times it's said in scripture. It's said in Habakkuk chapter 2 verse 4, the just shall live by his faith. It's said in Romans chapter 1 verse 17, the just shall live by his faith. It's said in Galatians chapter 3 verse 11, the just shall live by his faith. And it's said in Hebrews chapter 10 verse 38, the just shall live by faith. Four times in scriptures, it is repeated, it is said, the just shall live by faith. Both in the Old Testament and three times in the New Testament. Three times in the New Testament. Four times it said, the just shall live by faith. Now, for us to be able to understand it, we have to first of all, find out who, what does the Bible mean by the just because if we know who the Bible means by, is referring to as the just, then we can safely conclude that that just, the Bible says, lives by faith. And the scripture you just read, you find out, it says in Galatians chapter 3, verse 11, it said that, what does it say? What does it say? Oh, 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 oh. Jesus. No, he says, the, the point I'm making is that, that no man, say no man. No say man. no one. No it's the same thing. No man, no one, nobody, the same. No man, see your statement. No man is justified. Where? No, no, no. no. Where? Where? In in his sight. So long as God is concerned, when he's dealing, when you appear before him, he said, Lord, do this, don't do that, do this, don't do that, doesn't justify you. Because there is not, no do this or don't do that, that you can do this and not do that so much that God says, now, you got it. So no man can ever be justified in maybe with men you are fine because they don't really know you maybe you can even have an exaggerated opinion of yourself you know sometimes you, know, you live with people and they, they, they think they are very smart especially when they are children they are not grown yet children think they are smarter than their parents most of the time most of the time they took their sweet. They hid it in their pocket. They didn't realize that it is showing. So, so, but some of you here, when you were children, you were you were smarter than Bin Laden. <laughs> I'll show you why I said that. Didn't your parents think as for you, you could never do something? And you are saying in your head, they don't know you. <laughs> your mother was fighting to defend you. And you are saying, mom, yeah, I don't know why. I didn't do it. But in your, you know that in her sight, you look okay. 
You were justified in your mother's sight. You were justified in your father's sight. You were justified in your girlfriend's sight. You remember? She believed you didn't have a girlfriend. She believed it. Hey! You remember you told her you buy a Jaguar and she believed it. <laughs> because she thought that Mercedes Benz was yours. She didn't know it. She believed you. You were justified in his sight. Hey! <laughs> Actually, the color is different. (laughs) So in his sight, you were just the person he's been praying for. There are people here who went to court and you were, you're not found guilty, but you know in the sight of the court, you find. In the sight of the judge, you seem to be fine. So you look justified. But you know the good news? Still doesn't matter because before us, you are justified. But Bible says that, hmm, that no one is justified by the law in his sight is evident. You'll be, you'll, be, you'll be deceived and deluded to think that you can trick God into accepting you. He said, the fact that, that no man is justified by the law. The law means you have ticked boxes, you have done this, you haven't done this, you have, you have behaved well, you have not behaved well. He said, no one. Because everybody has behaved funny at a point in time. We don't know where you were last night, but you know. He knows. See what I'm saying? You, some, of, some of us are sitting here and we are thinking funny in our head. Wow. The one sitting here, you wouldn't know. Wouldn't know that you are remembering the pornographic images you saw. No one will know. Hey. Porno brother. No one knows that. But guess what? He knows. Hey, see, this, is, this, is, this is what I just like about God. Say. I just like I, I, this about God. That in spite of what he knows about us, he never writes us off. God, God never writes any off or anybody out. Never. Never. Sir, Bible puts it this way. He said that whilst we were yet sinners, God commended his love. He demonstrated his love towards us in this way. That while we, the us, who he demonstrated his love to, whilst we were yet sinners, Romans chapter 5 verse 8, whilst we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. We, we didn't have to stop sinning. He died for us whilst we were still sinning. Whilst we were still going wrong. He said, Lord, have mercy. When we were killing him on the cross, he said, Father, forgive them. Father, forgive them. Father, forgive them. Shout, I am forgiven. That no man is justified in his sight is evident, is clear. You must be mentally so unwell to not notice that. That no man is just, say, can you rise your feet? Isn't this, what color is this? Must we go and bring special equipment to come and find out? It's evident that the guy is wearing a red tie. All right, thank you, sir. So he said, it is evident that the, uh, no man, say no man, no man, or no one is justified by the law. Stop trying to do for God to accept you. Ah. It doesn't take you anywhere. This is deep. 
I'm trying to do. I'm trying to do. I'm trying to stop this. I'm trying to stop that. I'm trying to stop that. The things you are not stopping is killing you, not God. You, you go for somebody's husband. Who is going to suffer? The wife will curse you. Suddenly you realize that your intestines are getting rotten. They say that you have got cancer of the nails. <laughs> or cancer of the hair. Or something. So as for God, as for God, the bad things we do because everybody is naturally bad. No, no, look, think about yourself and you find out that what the guy is saying is true. Just that we don't know you by the way you look nice. We know that there is a problem with you. That no man is justified in his sight by the law is evident. Then in the next statement, he said, because. For, so, oh, she, she, ah, ah, I feel like preaching. Now watch this. Now, watch, watch, watch this. He said that no man is justified in his sight by the law is evident. Now, in what way is it evident? Because if no man, if no man is justified by the law or by the thing they do, then that means that no one can be justified. Wow. That means there's no one who is a just person before him. Wow. No one is just enough. Because wow. none of us can. Yes. But we also know that in God's economy, God's program, and in God's kingdom, there are people who are just. Yeah, yeah. So now, how are you saying, so, all right, all right, all right, that's the, that's the, that's the thing. Um, no one can sit on the seat, this side, okay, or the front row, unless he's over 150 years old. But then you are wondering, but Ebenezer is there, so you are wondering, but, so how, so if no one, it means that no one really can be there. So why, why is it that some people are there? He said, for they are there by pastor's appointment. So they are being there, it's coming not from them, but it's coming from something that is outside of them. Hey! I, I know what I'm saying. It is coming. For you to be there, it must come from outside you. In theological terms, it's called righteousness extra nose. Righteousness that is outside yourself. I thought about this. I thought this sometimes. It's called synthetic righteousness. Synthetic righteousness. So you have been given righteousness that is not from you. It has been given to you. It has just been given. Now, let me go back quickly. It says that that no one is justified in his sight is evidence. For... The people you see him, with him, who are called just. Okay, now, is there a connection between just and justified? The difference between just or the connection between just and justified is you are, when you are justified, you become just. So a justified person is what? The just. The unjustified person is unjust. So justified means that you have been cleared. They gave you the tick pass. Pass. Amen. Quality control. Mm, fine. Glad. Okay. You are in. They check your ticket is valid. In. Bounces at the gate. Check your ticket. Oh, fine. Okay. Go. Check your ticket. Go. You got, you, I, I, let me tell you this story. Uh, this is a quick one. A gentleman was trying. There's a plane from UK to um, Heathrow to Lagos. And there was this gentleman. His ticket was. Um, Economy, economy. He bought an economy ticket. When he went inside, they showed him what he didn't mind. He just went first class and sat there. They said, Sir, Sir, uh, Babatune, please. <laughs> this is not your seat. You are supposed to be over there. They said, No, no, I'm for where? I've come here already. I'm sitting down. I'm not going anywhere. They said, You have to go. So, they did everything. He said, the pilot came to talk. The captain came to talk to him. He said, I'm not going. Forget it all. They went to bring security officials. They said, I'm not going. They said, let's bring the police. They came. He said, you can't force me. I'm not going. Don't touch me. And it was becoming a problem on the flight. And the flight, no, before the plane takes off. And they had to take off. And just creating a problem. So there was a gen- gentleman who was on the um, flight. And he said, don't worry. Sir, you guys leave him for me. I'll talk to him. He went. 
and whispered something into the guy's ears. Soon as he whispered, the guy took his bag, took everything, got up, said, well, and then went and sat in the economy. What? So everybody, the, the, the pilot, the, the captain, the air hostess, the, everyone was surprised. What? what? The security, what did you tell this man? And he got up from where he's, because we've done everything, he said he's not going, 30 minutes. He said, oh, no. I just told him that this part of the plane is going to Abuja, the other one is going to Lagos. <laughs> The other part is going to Lagos. That's why he got up, because he's going to Lagos. <laughs> he was not justified to sit in first class. He was justified to be, in, be on the plane, but not to be on the first class. When he comes to first class, he's not justified, he's not qualified, unjust. He has to get up. Now, to be justified means to be made just. Now, he says that you don't get made just because you are doing some things. You get made just, even though no one can be justified by doings in the sight of God. Galatians 3.11, for that, that no man is justified according to the law in the sight of God is evident. How? So why are they just doing that? Why did they get just? He said, for the just shall live by faith. So the just, you, the only way you become justified is by putting your faith in Christ. It's what makes you justif- justified. Watch this, watch this. It's what makes you justified and keeps you justified in God's sight. Now, once you are my son and I fathered you into the world, nothing can change that condition. But you know that you can be a son and miss out on your father's inheritance? Your father's inheritance can be given to your stepbrother. Your father's inheritance can be given to your cousins. Because you fought against your father and he vowed that he has disowned you. Even though you were still biologically a son, you missed your position. You missed what was supposed to be bequeathed to you. You missed your allotment. You missed your right, your portion. Why? Because you, your, your fellowship with dad was affected even though your sonship was still valid. You become a son of God, you become a child of God by faith, not because you went to church, but because you believe in Jesus. That's what makes you a Christian. Stop telling me my mother used to go to church, so I'm a Christian. Give me a break from that. Stop telling me my, I, live in a, I grew up in a Christian family, so I'm a Christian. Growing out in a house of shepherds doesn't make you a shepherd. Or growing house in a, in a lion doesn't make you a lion. Why did I say that? You can, you can live with cats and dogs. It never changes you into a dog and doesn't change them into human beings. You know why? Because the thing is fundamentally a nature issue. A nature issue. You cannot be nurtured to become a, a, a son of Queen Elizabeth. How can they nurture you? You can be made a citizen. You can naturalize a citizen, but you can't be born a Chinese and then as you grow up, automatically the thing changes and you become a British. You have to, that's why you go through process. There are people here, more than 70% of you here never went through any naturalization process, program. But some of you rest. You have to naturalize because you are not one of us initially. <laughs> <laughs> you were born outside. <laughs> Am I communicating at all? And so it says, The just shall live by faith. In other words, it's your faith in Jesus Christ. Watch this faith, not your feeling, not how you feel about Christ. No, I don't like this. I like it, it doesn't matter. What you like, what you don't like, it doesn't matter. You have to realize that you don't really matter that much. It's true. When it comes to their brothers, even they become one. 
It matters just about policies. Mm. But if in the long term they can, he will, he will go very. Where is Margaret Thatcher? He should make policies. It should go long time. The world is still going on. Very soon. Look at Gaddafi. Where is he? Gone. Saddam insane. Gone. Long time. But the world is still going on. Now, are you getting what I'm saying? And so, you, you, you are just one. It doesn't matter your education. It doesn't matter your connections, your contacts, your job, your shoes. See, sometimes when some people come to church and they make their dress enter their head. Because you are wearing Armani or uh, Primark, so we, we should all bow to you. You, are, you drive BMW, and so we should all, come on, give me a break. Can the BMW drive itself? Don't you still go to the petrol station? The other time I was teaching some guys and I said something, you like this. I said something. I said that it doesn't matter how posh a house is. Are you aware? Some of you think Buckingham Palace doesn't have toilets. It does. <laughs> think about what I just said. That's how frail as human beings we are. That's how frail we are as human beings. We are that frail. It doesn't, you can build the most expensive house, you still need a toilet inside there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Some of you are wearing perfumes that will cost about 10,000 pounds. Tomorrow you have to bath again. <laughs> so relax. Humble yourself and let God help you. Humble yourself. Let me give you an advice. Never let your self-importance follow you to the presence of God. Never. Has it ever followed you to hospital? No. Human beings are always human beings and we remain human beings. It is the God factor that determines your value. In the realm of the spirit. Socially, you may look valuable because of the brain power you have. But spiritually, you are comatose if you don't have Christ. The just shall live by faith. And so we come in by faith and we continue by faith. Let me talk about shall live. Shall live is so important because once you are just, what it means that God has accepted you. God is on your side. How many of you have heard this scripture before? Romans chapter 8, verse 31. He said, If God be for us, I'm going somewhere now. If God, so I'm justified and I'm in, I'm in the team of God. How come I'm still poor? How come I'm still down? How come I fall sick? How come I'm still jobless? How come things are not working? How come there are people who are not in Christ? People who don't work with God and things seem to be going okay for them. And me, my marriage is shaky. Things are not working for me. Meanwhile, God is a God of all grace. With God, all things are possible. Why am I still struggling? Do you know why? Because the just shall live by faith. Now, what does it mean? For you to receive everything of God, you have to approach God by faith. You have to walk in faith. Because if you don't live, watch this. If you don't live, not just you live. So living is continuous, present continuous. That's how you do your things. You live by faith. You think by faith. Everything about your life is based on what God's word has said. When you live by faith, you create the room for God now to become the God he's supposed to be in your life. Other than that, you always have question marks. If God is for me, why all this? Why am this? Why am I sick? Why are the doctors saying this? Why am I not having children? Why am I not having a wife? Why am I not having a husband? Why all this? Why all this? You'll be, you'll be fraught with so many whys without an answer. Because life is generally unfair. Remember that. Life is generally unfair. If you are waiting for life to be fair, for you to have a fun fair, <laughs> you will be fooled. Because life is generally unfair. Someone can be a virgin from her mother's womb. And marriage didn't touch anybody's husband. He didn't do anything wrong. And married and can be 50 years old without a child. 
And someone can also be doing all kinds of everything right from the age of 13. Doing everything, going in and out, up and down, doing everything. And guess what? At the age of 19, already has two. And anytime she wants, just it's like she'll breathe in and babies are coming. <laughs> Breathing and babies are coming. Breathing and haven't you seen people who have done everything right and still struggling in life? Yes. And you know some people who have done everything wrong and man, they are making it. They are making it. Life is generally unfair. It is not fair that bears do eat worms, but they do. Yeah. <laughs> Say the just shall live by faith. The just shall live by faith. The point here is for you to enjoy your just, just the, the privileges that comes that come with your justification. You have to live by faith and as you live by faith, you active. It's happening. It's happening. As you live by faith, listen, it doesn't matter how powerful your mobile phone is. It can be Samsung is it S7 or 7S. S7 or six, iPhone 6S. Those are some of the most expensive phones. Or it can be any phone or iPad, or iPum, it doesn't matter what it is. <laughs> it does not matter what it is. Listen to this. You can have all the apps on it. If you don't charge your batteries, <laughs> you can be in the middle of WhatsApping others and the phone will go dead, even though the phone is so sophisticated. Why? Because you haven't charged the batteries. So for your phone to be functional, there must always be power in it. For you to enjoy your status as the justified, there must always be power in your system. And the way the power flows is by faith. So as a Christian, hey, 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 listen to this. It doesn't matter how many times you are going to church. It doesn't matter whether you are fasting, you are, sh- you are shouting, this is my Bible, I, I, what it says I am. You can say it but not believe it. You can scream amen and not believe it. If you don't engage your faith, you can't download what God has got for you. Your faith is the connection point. The just shall live by faith. Some of you are here. Things haven't been the way they should. And sometimes it leaves you with a conundrum or a question on your mind. Why? What is it? Stop asking why and start searching where. Start searching. What do I mean? Search through the scriptures. You will find what God has said about you. You don't have to have PhD in theology. All you have to have is an understanding and so I was reading my Bible three days ago and I stumbled across the scripture, I think in, in Luke chapter 24, somewhere 45, it says that, and Jesus Christ opened their understanding to, to, to understand the scriptures. Powerful statement. So all that they were reading, they didn't know it. Bible said, Luke chapter 40, 24, verse 45, and he opened their understanding. And they began to get the scriptures. I think it would be nice to read it. Yeah. Yeah. Me, I've read the Bible. I've read everything. I've read everything. I've read everything. It doesn't mean, it doesn't mean anything. Me, I've read the Quran. I've read the Bible. I've read the Hindu scriptures. i read this. I read... That's why you are that confused. Oh, you, you know you are confused, man. It's true. I'm telling you. Oh, my father was a, a, a professor in theology and so on. I've got every Bible in my house. Jehovah's Witness Bible. I've got uh, Jehovah's Witness Bible. I've got uh, Mormon's Bible. I've got uh, SDA Bible. I've got uh, uh, Benin Bible. I've got uh, Marilyn Hickey Bible. Joyce Meyer Bible. I've got all the Bibles. Oh, wonderful. Every time I read, I know all the stories in the Bible. But look at you. It does not matter what you have got. The just shall live by Bible knowledge. 
The point I'm making here is, if your faith says yes, all heaven is at your disposal. If you can get your faith, but the problem is, how do I get my faith to say yes? Have you seen the scripture? What does it say? 45. And then, then open he their understanding. That they might comprehend the scriptures. Listen, listen, brother. One of the one of the good things, one of the reasons why it's good to come to church, watch this, don't miss this, is so that someone can navigate you through the scriptures. I'm an English, I'm an uh, English uh, professor. It doesn't mean you can understand the scriptures. Bible says, and he opened their understanding that they might comprehend the scriptures. That is why you can't toy your life with religion. Religion is a waste of time. It will waste too much of your time. It gives you so many activities and responsibilities, but no benefits. No benefits. You get busy, 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 and busy condemning others. You are like this, you are like this, you are like this, you are like this. Religious spirit. Religious spirit is always finding fault in people. Somebody's car has had an accident. Yeah, it's because this morning he didn't say, our father. (laughs) You are religious. (laughs) Praise the Lord. And so, it opened the understanding now. To be able to understand God's word, your understanding must be enlightened. That's what I was saying. Now listen, don't toy your destiny with church. Or the church you go must be a church that can teach you God's word. It must be a church that can teach you God's word. It's very important. The church you attend must be a church that can teach you God's word. It's very important. Amen. Amen. I grew up in church, was in church, when I was born, you know, when I was born, are you listening, when I was born, they put cross chain in my neck, gold cross chain in my neck. Yes. That's how religious my parents were. I was a master in secondary school, boarding house. We normally go with some cereal, so when you run out of cereal, you have to believe God and just eat from the dining hall. Some of my masters, the boys, we, they, me, I, won't, I never did that, because I knew have to, one day I have to preach about it. <laughs> Some of the guys, they will go to the vestry, you know where we keep the wine, the communion, everything, and then the wafers for communion, the wafers, they will pour it in a bowl, add milk like conflicts. And now yet we'll finish drinking, and then this is how we always walk, one service. And some of you used to go for communion, when you're going for communion, you go like an angel. The body and blood of Christ, amen. <laughs> you are planning for somebody's wife. You are planning for somebody's husband. <laughs> and that's all, religion, religion, pure religion. When they ask you, quote one scripture, you'll be struggling. All you say is John 3, 16, Psalm 23, or John 10, 10, or John 11, 35, or, or, or John 10, 30, I am the father, I want. That, that's all. That was a quote. It's a Genesis 1 1. That's all you know. He said, Every day I read Psalm 91. Every day when I'm going to sleep, I read the Psalms. You read the word the Psalms. Do you understand the Psalms? You need someone to teach you God's word. Yeah. Bible said he opened your understanding so that you will know that the just shall live by faith. The word of God you have in your heart is what to determine. Hey, it's the word you have in your heart. That's what determines your rating before God. Your value, your rating before God is determined by the word you have in your heart. The just shall live by faith. From today, the story around your life is going to change. Amen. I said the story around your life is going to change. The story around your life is going to change. In the name of Jesus. Please sit down, sit down. Quickly, next few minutes. How do you live by faith? Because if the just, Bible said, I didn't say it. The Bible said the just shall live by faith. And so 
If you are, have been justified and yet you are not seeing the results, tangible proofs of justification physically, physically things are bad. Your health is deteriorating at an ungodly way, right? You, 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 you are increasingly getting very unhappy and marriage is bad. It's like, like why? Damn. If you are not seen, you are always asking God, please. See, stop begging God. It's religious. God, please, if you love me, do. no, no, no. That's a waste of time. Never, never go to God and if you love me. Or most of all, if you are God, if you are really God. He won't do it. He's no more God then. He won't do it. Stop threatening God. God, if you don't do this, I won't go to church again. Stay at home. Stay at home. Stay. God, if you don't do this. Now look, I'm losing, I've lost a lot of money in this business. If you don't do this, I won't give you a title. I won't give my time. I won't give offering. No, 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 no. The time is for you, not for God. When you give to God, it creates the room for him to help you. God has never been in need and will never be in need. Yes. I heard one of God say this and I kind of like it. He said, Archbishop Ben Zizausa said, God said, the cattle on the thousand hill is mine. And yet he doesn't eat beef. <laughs> Who eats the beef? You. You eat the beef. The cattle on the thousand hill is my back. God, it's God doesn't eat the beef. You eat it. So he's trying to tell you that I can supply you more. Yes. Philippians says that for God shall supply. Oh, watch this. Let's, let's just, just do a little bit of uh, reasoning. Let's rational. Reasoning. Let's, let's get into logic, okay? If he says God shall supply all your needs according to his riches in glory, what makes you think that God can get involved in your financial situation? Yes. What makes you think that God can get involved in your medical needs? Yeah. What makes you think that? Because, listen, no, no, it's God. It's just, no, he said, God shall, Bible said it. God shall supply all your, that means, that, watch this, that means he can do something about your situation. As long as it falls into the category of a need, he said, he shall supply all all your, now, so why is he not supplying? It boils down to the action and living by faith. If you don't live by faith, you, you disconnect the flow. You, you disrupt the flow. The flow from God gets disrupted. But this morning into afternoon, my assignment is simple. To reconnect somebody to the flow of supernatural supplies. There are people here who hear this message and your life will change permanently. Because you know what's going to happen? You are going to begin to take steps of faith. You are going to begin to take steps of faith. You are going to begin to take steps of faith. You are going to begin to take steps of faith. Shout, I am blessed. Quickly, how do you live by faith? Six, quickly, I'll give it to you one minute for one. How do you live by faith? Number one. Number one, trust God. Trust, trust God. Trust God. Someone say, trust God. Trust God. You're too much afraid. Why are you behaving like you don't have God on your side? Trust God. Trust God. If someone runs into your car and you, are, you have insurance covered, you know it will be sorted. You're not worried. Oh, no, I'm not going to have a car. Oh, come on. Your friend will ask you, but don't you have insurance? And most of us know the insurance will actually do it. Because they are under legal obligation. God is not under legal obligation, but it's under covenantal obligation. There's a difference. There's a difference. Okay, contract operates on behavior. Covenant operates on promise. So God is doing it because he has promised you, not because you have been doing things right. And watch this. Listen to this serious. God blesses you not because you are tithing. God blesses you because you are giving by faith. Two different things. Two different things. You are 
active by faith. Your faith changes giving into connection to with heaven. Your faith changes coming to church into exposing yourself for an encounter. Your faith. So it doesn't matter who is not coming, who is coming, who is not shouting, who is shouting. It has not got squad to do with your life. Trust God. Some of us are too fearful. Too fearful. You are too fearful. Trust God. I dare you to trust God. You're so worried about your health. So worried about your job. So worried about your children. So worried. Can you, can, you, can you go to school with them? Can you go and sit in the class with them? So why? There's a lot you can do. Don't you know that? There is a lot you can do. You can't choose your child, who is speaking to your children, playing with them on the play, uh, at school. You actually don't even know them. You don't go there. You can't choose which teacher should be employed in the school. Even sometimes the school, you don't have a, a bigger say. They can tell you that there's no vacancy here. What you gonna do? Trust God. You are too much afraid. The devil is threatening you with your future. He's telling you you'll be sick. He's telling you, you'll end up in hospital. He's telling you, you'll be poor. He's telling you, you'll be declared bankrupt. He's telling you, you'll lose your job. He's te- the devil does that, and he'll show you a lot of false evidence. He'll show you some of them are real, some of them are false. He'll show it to you. That, see, London, United Kingdom, particularly London, too many people are living in this country with fear. Fear, tension on the train every month. Tomorrow morning, go and check. On the train, everybody's tensed. If you get into a train, say hello, everybody. Everybody will look at you. From the, some, some will even feel upset. They, they think there's something wrong with you for being cheerful, for being gay. That's what the word means. I mean, G A Y, gay. Yes, same thing. When English dictionary, the original word, gay, means happy, 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 happy. That's gay, happy. Do you get what I mean? Listen, many people are dumb. Say, antidepressants. You are are top um, pharmacist. Antidepressants in this country, what's happening? Hi. High demand of antidepressants. Too many people are depressed. Depress- and Satan likes that. Depressed. Someone has, has taken uh, 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 poison. Someone has killed somebody. The other time I heard, someone killed the children and wife and then killed himself. That one is India. Depression. Listen, the devil can afflict you until you are depressed. But once you are depressed, he can oppress you. That's why he creates so so many problems around you that you are down. So you'll be down. The answer to that is trust God. What does it mean to trust God? Listen, what does it mean to trust God? Know that God is going to do something about it. Tell someone God is going to help you. God will help you. Listen, listen. But you don't know the things I've done is so bad. Hey, hey, Mm, mm. The just shall live by faith. He didn't say that. He said, it's evident that the law, no one can be justified by the law. So stop talking about what you did. Stop talking about it. Let the law take care of that. Let the law, L-A-Y, take care of what you did, and the Lord, L-O-R-D, will take care of what you used to be, what you're supposed to be. Sometimes some of you, the Lord didn't find out. It's good for you. Just keep quiet. Don't do it again. And just move on. Move on. I stand here with unmitigated audacity and I, I tell you, even if you have committed abortion in your past, seven abortions, 20 abortions, I stand, I tell you that if you want to have children, my God can still give you children. My soul will still give you children. Show hallelujah. What I'm trying to say is there is no any justifiable reason why God shouldn't bless you when you have faith. simply means I trust God. They've just told me I've lost my job, but guess what? 
I trust God. I just lost a lot of my investment, but what? I trust God. I woke up feeling so severe pains in my ribs. What, what do you want? But guess what? I trust God. The man who told me she is going to marry me, after I moved out of his, lab because, his house because I said I want to live clean, right? He said, no, let's forget about the marriage. But what? I trust God. Listen, stop being afraid. Bible says that no one of us by worrying can add a cubic to your life. Worry doesn't add to you. It takes from you. It robs today of its peace. It doesn't do anything for tomorrow. It just robs today of its peace. Tell somebody, trust God. God. Number two, how do you walk by faith? Take God's word as final. Did God say it? Yes. Then I'm going to stand on it. He said, by his stripes, I'm healed. Well, doctor said, as for this sickness, it cannot be healed. But he said, by his stripes, I'm healed. Which one will you take? Take what God's word as final. The doctor said, uh, the, the chances for me to have a child is very, it's about just 2%. Uh, 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 the doctors are saying that my sperm count is, instead of being uh, uh, over 5 million, my own is about 200. Uh, uh, <laughs> Yeah, five million, you need 24 million, isn't it? Five million is even low. But you need only one sperm seed, one to fertilize an egg. You don't need all, you don't even need 2,000. And if you have about one million, and the doctor said a healthy man must have about 24 million, and you have one million, your own is a lot. My, my husband went to the hospital. They said he's, he's developing uh, uh, spermatozoises. I don't know what that is. You know, they're always wonderful names. Even the names that sicknesses have got. One day, I had some pain in my back. It was bad. Though. It's like someone was following me and stabbing me. And I went to the doctors years ago. And I'm in pain. They said, you have got... Um, Sciatica. I said, what's that? Sciatica. That's, it sounded very nice. Sciatica. <laughs> it's like a Greek word. I like it. Sciatica. <laughs> I believe they gave me medication. Strong medications. I took one or two. It wasn't here. I, I didn't stop. I kept preaching, lifting equipment. Those are we need to lift equipment. One day, I remembered, I used to have the pain. Where is it? The pain has gone by itself. By me walking by faith, trusting God. I didn't lie at home. Excuse me. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> you phone in sick. Some of you, you like just like phoning in sick. As soon as nurse, you see a little pimple on your nose, you phone in sick. <laughs> Every little thing, I'm sick. I'm sick. I'm sick. Every little thing. <coughs> and then you, 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 you worsen it by saying, I'm dying. I'm dying. Hey, may I tell you something? Please. If you kill yourself by your words, we will not come for your funeral. <laughs> I won't come to your funeral because you killed yourself. You want us to go? <laughs> we won't. So you better get up and let's live life. <laughs> so, listen. Find, find out what God's word has said about you about your finances, about your health, about your children, about your marriage, and begin to live it. Because that is true. Others, other things are factual, but this one is the truth. It's a fact that you are not married. But the truth is you'll be married. I get it. So find what God's word has said and stand on it. Listen, we blessing your marriage and you crying doesn't guarantee good marriage. It, it, no, it doesn't get, people marry. I was speaking to somebody on the phone the other time. He said, Pastor, two weeks after our marriage, I packed my thing. I wanted to leave my husband. I, my parents came begging, begging, oh, oh don't disgrace the family. Oh, oh. So, so, marriage, eh, wedding, white, white. It doesn't guarantee, it is the Christ in this marriage. Watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this. And 
Your faith is what makes Christ work. I don't like one and annoying. She's always upset me. By faith, believe God and stop saying she's always upset. She'll be a good woman. She'll be a good woman. She'll be very calm and very early. She'll be a good woman. Are you getting what I'm saying? Some of you have destroyed our ch- children with our words. With your words. Speak what God's word is saying. He says that the, the seed of the righteous shall be blessed. Amen. Speak over your child. They say, your child is not doing well in school. And so what? And so what? He will do well. Amen. He will do well. Don't be upset with the child, but when they are going to school, bless them. Amen. When they are, they are eating, say you are the best. Amen. Let me tell you a story. Yesterday, my little, my daughter came to me. She was trying to draw. She likes drawing every now and then. And then she couldn't draw. She was frustrated. She came crying. Why? Daddy, I can't draw. I said, why? She said, I can't. I don't know. I just can't draw again. I don't I said, go, take the pen. No, you can't draw. You, you are the best artist. You do it. And I left her. I came back. What she has drawn, she has never drawn. It was nice. Find yourself in the word of God. Find yourself in the word of God and save yourself. Find yourself. Find yourself. You are here. You are here. This is not just a book. It is your life. It is your destiny. It's your future. Find yourself. Don't be afraid. Trust God. Believe the word and it will work for you. Shout amen. I have six points. Let me add one more and then we close. So number one, how do you live by faith? Trust God. I didn't hear you. Trust God. Shout it louder. Trust God. Number two. Then number three. Hmm. Disregard contrary evidence. Disregard it. Christ told me I'm healed. And the doctor said, there is a lamp in my waist. And every time, I, I, I. Now, God said I'm healed. By faith, I received that. But I, hey, the pain is coming back. Don't worry. Just take some paracetamol if you want to. But know that you are healed. The pain is just a contrary evidence. Disregard it. It will go by itself. That's how my sciatica left. I disregarded it. Bible says that in Romans chapter 4, verse 19, Abraham, when God told Abraham, at the age of 100 years, you're about to have a child. God, Bible says, Abraham did not consider his body. He looked at his body, he said, doesn't matter. No, did he consider the deadness of Sarah's womb? The negative conditions that are challenging what God is about to do for you, or that are challenging and defying God's word in your life, disregard them and hold on to God's word. Sometimes you have to look in the face of opposition and say, I disregard you. I don't fear you. God's word is true. Because you know what? The truth is, you'll be believing for somebody to be praying for you. But actually, people's prayers are limited. People's prayers, say one for me. When would you start walking by faith? I'll say, say one for me. Pray for me. Pray for me. Pray for me. Pray for me. Now, the things I am saying is I'm beginning to define somebody's future. When you live by faith, it's not for me. Guess who it's for? You. Because the just shall live by faith. The just shall live. Disregard contrary evidence. They told you that, ah, nowadays it's difficult to start a business to thrive. But you know that God has put in your heart, start business. Go ahead. You see the negativity? Go ahead. You see the contrary? Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. So hold on to God's word. Go ahead. And, and let me add this one. And speak the word. Homologia. I don't yet. Homologia. Homologia. Your silence will authorize the devil. Your silence will give consent, lend credence to what the devil is pursuing. But when you speak, things begin to change. What do you speak? Not your wishful thinking. The word you believe. Speak it. And your life cannot be the same. I see somebody's story changing. I see somebody's story changing. I see somebody's story changing. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I prophesy over your life. That God's word will be fulfilled in your life. In the name of Jesus. I cast sickness out of your life. I cast sorrow out of 
is coming to you. You are receiving help. You are receiving your healing. You are receiving your miracle. I release miracles now. I release miracle money. I release miracle house. Miracle babies. Miracle jobs. Miracle opportunities. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. So shall it be. Go and come back with your testimony. Come on, clap your hands and take your seats. They're just. I don't hear you. They're just. If you are not saved, you are not safe because life is dangerous. Life is not under your command. I don't see why I should end this service without giving you an opportunity to say, Yes, Lord. Pastor, pray with me because I want to have this bread. It means I want to put all my confidence in Him, all my hope in Him. I want to give my life to Jesus. If that is your genuine desire, just lift up your hand and say this after me. Say it genuinely from your heart. Say, Lord Jesus, I know I'm a sinner, I've sinned against you. I ask you to forgive my sins. Wash me with your blood. Thank you, Lord, for dying on the cross to save me. From today, I will serve you. I believe in you. I put all my hope in you. I put my faith in you as my Lord and personal Savior. I receive you into my life. I make a vow with you that I will serve you all the days of my life. Satan, get behind me. I don't belong to you. I belong to Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for saving me in Jesus' name. Father, I thank you. Your word says that you know your sheep and your sheep know your voice. No one can come to you except your father brings him. I pray that let your grace be upon them. Help them to be strong. I pray that the grace of God will come upon you. The power of the Holy Spirit will come upon you and help you to be a strong Christian. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Thank you for listening. For more resources, please visit caris.org or call us on 0207-740-9960. God bless you.